Hey everybody, I'm Tony. I'm David. And, and we're two, two dudes talking Disney. Disney. <laughs> okay. All right. If we sound a little disjointed, it's uh, it's because we are. Yeah, this uh, is our third attempt. This is our third attempt at recording remotely. Yes. Uh, so as most of you know, normally David and I are in the same room, uh, usually spooning while yes. we uh, while we record, or at least staring into each other's eyes. This is the third time we've made these same jokes about third. <laughs> right. We're and having some technological difficulties. We, we are hoping that we finally got it down uh, this time. Although, to be completely fair, the second one was interrupted. It was. Yes. It was. So the first one, we had a technical difficulty. The second one, we were interrupted. And then this is attempt three. So, so ho- hopefully this is the one you'll hear. Yes. Because so. I don't know if we're going to record a fourth time. Yeah. I think we need to do the two dudes talking Disney jingle uh, as a recording for you to put at the beginning of each episode. Do you have a singing voice? No, but we could probably hire somebody. Okay, we'll have to hire. So we'll see if that's in the budget. For, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I got for, a guy. For fiscal 2020. <laughs> Let's not talk budget, all right? <laughs> uh, yeah, all right. I've had a rough night. I've had so, a rough night. Uh, so it, it's time for a news show. We haven't uh, we haven't talked news in a while, and there's been a lot of uh, a lot of Disney stuff in the news going on. A so uh, yeah, why don't you take us into our first story? All right, so we're going to discuss transportation, uh, planes, trains, automobiles, and good old fashioned walking. There's been a lot of uh, announcements recently about transportation and gondolas. Yes, and gondolas, which is where we'll start. We'll start with what the Disney. Depending on, it's funny because right, some people call it. The gondolas, some people call it the Skyway, but it is actually the Disney Skyliner is the, the name. Uh, so that is set for we've got an opening date, um, which is September, September 29th, 29th. And I'm I'm shocked it's opening after Galaxy's Edge. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, I'm not shocked. Um, I don't think they can handle all those openings. Um I just think they're happy to get Galaxy's Edge open and and off the plate. Um, you know, there are some questions. Uh, what's it going to be like? September's still going to be pretty hot. Um, I really do think, too, that's part of the reason they're delaying them. Mm-hmm. I do. I think the heat thing is, a, you know, an issue. Yeah, I mean, people that have seen them, some of the video that we've seen, you know, they're fully operational. They're up. They're running. I'm sure they've done load testing. Um, <laughs> um, and I, 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 this is the first time we've ever had a technical difficulty like that. That's right. <laughs> um, yeah, they're, they're ready to go and, and people are saying they're ready to go and the insiders are even saying it. It's just, they're not pulling the trigger. Yeah. I, I think they're waiting to get through the, the heat of the Florida summer. Um, and, uh, you know, they're, they're going to be, uh, they're going to be operating, uh, they're going to be going through, um, well, hitting multiple resorts. But uh, it's funny that the one, the one spur that goes off to Epcot uh, is going to leave the Caribbean Beach and go through the Riviera Resort, which isn't going to be open until December. Right. So I'm assuming you're not going to be initially loading and unloading there, no. uh, because that's part of the resort. Right. So. Um, you know, it's like a nice little pass through and you'll get a, a nice bird's eye view of that resort. I can't wait to go on them. I mean, I'm not going to lie. It's going to be like, you know, almost like a ride outside the park. Um, right. You know, the 
I'm looking forward to them. I, I don't know how much I'll use them because, you know, again, we usually stay at the boardwalk or the Polynesian. Uh, so I, I don't know. I, I'll probably go on them when we go there and they're open just to go on them and check them out. But won't it be much more fun to take the gondola over to Hollywood Studios than walking along the water? Well, from the boardwalk, no, because there's no direct route. I'd have to walk from the boardwalk to the International Gateway, board, head to Caribbean Beach, transfer to Hollywood Studios. Yeah, wouldn't that be fun? No, it's a long, it's like going to add like a half hour. Well, see, that's the whole thing is, you know, the, the walking path uh, was always designed so that the walking, whether you walked or took the boat, it was pretty much the same amount of time. That is you not, know? I've well, made a mission in life to always beat that boat. Well, no, I, okay, if you're trying to beat the boat, you're going to beat it's the like boat. It's like trying to beat your ways uh, time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But if, if you're walking at a, at a leisurely pace and you leave Hollywood Studios at the same time a boat does, um, and this isn't a crazy math word SAT problem, so don't uh, don't get nervous. Put your pens and papers down. Um, but if you leave the or if you leave Hollywood Studios at that at the same time as the boat, you pretty much get there at the same time. Yeah. And you know if if that's the point or if that's the case, and you've got to do all this transferring uh, on the Skyliner, um, and it's going to take you an extra 10, 15 minutes. Well, now it's just not a feasible option. Why am I going to lose 10 or 15 minutes? And we know in Disney, 10 or 15 minutes could be life or death. It, well, you know, it could be a ride. It could be right. time on an attraction, especially first thing in the morning. Yeah. So, um, with you. Uh, you know, that being said, I am excited. Um, you know, for those who don't know, the uh, Skyliner is the new gondola system uh, that is going to service three resorts, actually four resorts, three stations. Uh, it's going to have a station at Pop Century slash Art of Animation caribbean beach and the riviera resort and you're going to be able to access hollywood studios and epcot and i'll tell you too you know it you as much as we're saying you have access for you know four resorts you really have six if you want to get crazy you know eight because i mean let's say you're resort hopping or let's say you want to check things out if you are at the boardwalk or the beach club or even the swan and dolphin you could walk to the gondolas to head over to Caribbean Art of Animation, um, Pop Century, or the the new uh, tower. Right. I mean, technically, the the International Gateway is going to service one, two, three, four, five, six, seven properties because you've got the Yacht Club, Beach Club, the Beach Club Villas, the Boardwalk Inn, the Boardwalk Villas. The Swan, the Dolphin, and then they're putting that new resort there. So eventually yes. that will service eight eight properties. And and that's not now including the gondolas. Right. Huh? And that's not including the gondola traffic coming from right. Century Art of Animation, Caribbean, right. over there. Right. Do um, so. you have any concerns? Uh, and I think we've talked about this before, uh, at least off, you know, outside the show we have. Uh, the gondolas uh, coming into International Gateway, seeing backstage areas of the of Epcot. Oh God, yeah. I mean, you're looking, you're coming right behind France, especially with the new Ratatouille attraction, Morocco. You're you're coming right through there. Right. So. So who who knows what you're going to see? Yeah. And who knows so, what steps uh, you know Disney will take to minimize what you see? Yeah, shrubbery will they, maybe. Will they plant new trees? Uh, uh, scrims. Who knows? Yeah. Camouflage netting. I've seen it before in Disney. Have you? 
Yeah, the Indiana Jones ride. Well, uh-huh. all right, good point. Uh, all right, so we'll go from the air to the ground. Um, the the next addition to Disney transportation coming along is that their new buses are rolling out. Yeah, the uh, new buses feature the, uh, you know, we're all used to the, the Fab Four, uh, uh, and now the Sensational Six, which are Mickey, Donald, Daisy, Goofy, and Pluto, uh, new design for the buses. And uh, these buses have been updated to include USB charging ports um, underneath the seats, as well as in-bus Wi-Fi. So uh, when you leave the park, you won't have to worry about your your Wi-Fi signal dropping. Um, these buses started running the Magic Kingdom loop, I believe, last week. Yeah, they and- they um they put them out according to what they're, they're saying. They put them out early because the traffic for the 4th and 3rd and 4th of July is actually so busy. Disney has to, to rent buses to, mm-hmm. to keep up with the demand so that they, they pre-deployed them to kind of curve some of that. All right. All right. So, uh, you know, look for those new buses when you're down there. Um, what are your thoughts on the in-bus uh, USB? I think it's going to just get annoying. Um, how many people are now going to plug their phone in and then the bus stops and, you know, I don't know about you, but I, I used to do that little mad rush. Uh, oh my God. I, oh, the bus has stopped. I got to get everybody off. Yes. Um, and there's going to be phones left behind and charging cables lost. And, um, I, I think it's good. It's nice that they offer it, but I think it could end up to be somewhat of a hindrance. I think it's just going to be annoying. I, I kind of think that, like you said, you're going to have everybody with their chargers out and they're going to be trying to plug it in and then you're going to stop and they're going to be, I think it's going to be annoying. Right. Like, will it, will it impact the bus unload time? Because now instead of just worrying about your stroller, you've got to, Oh, uh, you know, there's always that one family who didn't know that the bus was stopping. So they're not ready to go. And they're the, they're the ones that are blocking the exit for everybody else and they're trying to not only gather their kids and get their stroller and all the packages that they purchased but now they're trying to unplug their phone and get the uh you know 12 foot lightning cable out of the usb port um and you know while they've done all that they've just left a three-year-old behind sitting all by themselves yes yeah i i wholeheartedly agree with that entire (laughs) analysis so and and somehow there's a scooter or a wheelchair involved. There's always a scooter or a wheelchair. Yeah, I, yeah. They radio dispatch it when I come down through the lobby. <laughs> you know, here here comes David. We're gonna need two scooters. That's two scooters to loading zone three. <laughs> so, nice. Uh, and and then the final uh, transportation news we have. If you enjoy walking, and uh, I know I do, uh, the Grand Floridian has finally announced after many years of rumors that they will be putting in a walking path to the Magic Kingdom. Uh, As some of you may know, there is a walking path over from the Contemporary, uh, which is a a pretty short, maybe, I don't know, quarter-mile walk. Uh, The walk from the Grand Floridian is going to be a little longer. It's probably a half mile or so. And um, it does have some some water that you have to cross because the the inlet for the – there's an inlet – off of Bay Lake that houses the um, electric water nighttime pageant. electric water pageant floats or ships. I don't know what they're called. Um, and, and those are housed there. The Naval Academy. Well, they're, we, <laughs> geez, the Navy doesn't have any light up water pageant floats. Uh, um, yeah, they do. That you're aware of. <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny that. Yes. We'll find those when we storm area 51 in September. Right. So, uh, <laughs> So those will be 
coming soon. And um, you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. Okay. I just I just have a, I had a visitor to my uh, to my studio real quick. <laughs> okay, there we go. Okay. So somebody just captured a ladybug in her bedroom. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, the, the walkway from the Magic Kingdom to the Grand Floridian is finally coming along. I have some distances that I was able to, to pull out. So from the Magic Kingdom to the Grand Floridian lobby is 0.7 miles. Uh, from the Grand Floridian villas to the Magic Kingdom is 0.8 miles. And then to the Polynesian, you're looking at about 1.4 miles. Uh, to give you some comparative, Bay Lake to Magic Kingdom is 0.4 miles. Boardwalk Lobby to International Gateway is only 0.3 miles. Boardwalk to Hollywood Studios, 0.7. And then Epcot to Hollywood Studios, uh, 1.1. So it, it's, you know, from the, the Polynesian, obviously, to the to the Magic Kingdom is the longest, but a mile and a half. Uh, good news is, though, for my wife and for those actual runners out there, um, this now means that you'll have a path from the Polynesian to the contemporary over two miles long uh, that you could run. So if, you know, back and forth will be a, a four mile running trail um, around the, the, you know, around Bay Lake. So I think that's nice. Yeah, that that is nice. Cause there's only, uh, you know, so many, so many loops you can do Correct. Uh, to get your, your, your miles in or your steps in. I, I, I know I encounter that when I'm at a resort you know, it's like 42 times around this little lake here is uh, is a mile. Yes. So uh, while we're at the Grand Floridian, you want to uh, break the Grand Floridian news? Uh, sure. And uh, the big news at the Grand Floridian, and I've lost my notes. <laughs> um, Citricos. Oh, yeah. There we go. Thank you. See, sitting next to each other, Dave, would, we would have just pointed this out to each other, but... Uh, the ladybug is throwing you all off. It is. It's crawling all over me and tickling me. Uh, so Citrico's, um, one of their dining establishments, is closing, and um, it is being rebranded as the Victoria and Albert's Bistro. So Victorian Albert's, Victorian Albert's is known as uh, a five-star restaurant. Five-star, yeah. The only five-star restaurant on property, uh, very popular. And uh, Citrico's, while it's popular, it's not always busy. No. Um, like uh, it was a Yogi Berra who said that place is so popular, no one goes there anymore. It's too crowded. Uh, goes there right, anymore. Too crowded. So um, uh, they're hoping that rebranding uh, as Victorian Albert's Bistro will draw some people there, and it's it's part of a um, almost complete overhaul that they're they're doing in stages at the Grand Floridian. Yeah, that was to say that place has been kind of ripped up and put back together recently. Yeah, they, they've they've closed Misner's and they're reopening it as a Beauty and Beast, uh, Beauty and the Beast themed bar. Um, you know, they're redoing the lobby, so it seems to be they're they're redoing they're redoing everything in stages. Uh, I know they're doing the concierge uh, club level check in. Um, so you know, I think it's going to maintain a lot of its Victorian. I think that's Victorian architecture, Victorian yes. style. A lot of its Victorian charm and style. But, um, you know, there, there are some changes uh, underway there. Yeah. And uh, looking forward to it. We'll see how the menu is and we'll see how it comes out. Um, next on our list, Tone, is um, we're going to hit a little bit of Tomorrowland news. Uh, there's been a lot going on in Tomorrowland. Uh, the, the 
start right at the entrance, I guess you could say, right? The the big news is the removal of the Tomorrowland. I don't know what would you would you call it, marquee? Uh, no, it's a it's their sign. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. But it's like a retro rockety. It looked like a little globe with Tomorrowland in it. I believe I believe that is the steampunk style, as yes. they call it, as the kids it, call it. And it is gone. It is gone. <laughs> well, as they called it. Yes, yes. So it's been removed for a new more uh, new Tomorrowland entrance sign, which is something Disney's been doing lately. Uh, if you remember, Adventureland had the the bridge. They kind of flattened it out and put the new sign up. They just replaced the sign in Adventureland and Disneyland, which caused near riot conditions. Um, and now they're they're replacing the sign at Tomorrowland. It's a, a re-theming of Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland was heavily steampunked. Uh, I think late 90s. Am I correct on that? Around there, yeah. And um, and now it's kind of the re-theming of it. So that that sign is being replaced with a yeah, new. I, I believe in the app, the new style sign is already there. Yes, if you, it's like a, a spoiler alert. If you go to the app, you'll see the new sign. It looks a lot plainer. Yeah, yeah, much much less Tomorrowlandy. And uh, yeah, I believe that, that's a that's a proper adjective, isn't it? Yes, yeah. And uh, the other news, in, uh, well, there's two other pieces of news in Tomorrowland, and one is that the Astro Orbiters are down for refurbishment through August 14th. Yep. Uh, if it were up to me, they could stay closed. Why? Um, you don't like them? Yeah, you know, so here's the deal. Uh, a number of years ago, Cheryl decided that we were going to ride the Astro Orbiters, and Cheryl does not like it. You know, let's do it together. Have you ever tried to squeeze two full-grown adults into an Astro Orbiter? Um. No. And then it starts spinning, so centrifugal force starts uh, moving you around in that in that rocket. Yes. Let's let's just put it this way: it's not a pleasant it's not a pleasant ride. Okay. Um. Point so I, I've had bad experience uh, okay. in in the Astro. I think I might be fine alone. I like the Astro Orbiter. I think it's pretty cool. Uh, I think too it goes back to you know Tony and I were young enough to remember when we had a space program, right? And, you know, just the gangway of going up in the in in the whole. Uh, way you boarded the rocket ship was kind of cool, but uh, looking for a little bit of a refurb. I'm sure that they're gonna, you know, new paint kind of to to bring up this new theming of Tomorrowland, and um, we'll see it in mid August. See what they yeah. do. Yeah, uh, maybe they'll brand them with SpaceX or something on yeah. the uh, on the side. Um, Tomorrowland. Speaking of branding, did you have you heard the rumor? And I know this is a rumor. We don't generally like to deal in rumor. But uh, I read that uh, Elon Musk and uh, Tesla may go with all-electric cars for the Speedway. Really? Uh, you know, Honda has the partnership with Disneyland out in California. And uh, I recently saw a rumor that said that Tesla would be branding electric cars here in Florida. Oh, okay. That, that would make yeah. – I mean, it would make perfect sense. It's kind of a perfect fit. All right. be kind so, of cool. Yeah. Um, now, not as exciting as electric cars from Tesla, but uh, Disney has installed a new water bottle refill station. Which I think is an awesome idea. I'm very happy about this. They just started popping up with the refurbishment of Hollywood Studios, and now they're spreading to the other parks. Yeah, it's it's a great option. Um, although, I, is it going to taste better than the water fountain water? That's I don't know. That's a good question. When I go in a few weeks, I will bite the bullet. As they say, and I will gladly do a taste test. Excellent. Uh, we look forward to your reports, David, if yes. you survive. If I survive it. If you survive. So yeah, so the refillable water bottle stations, which are nice, because I it is. I mean, I'm. I don't think Tony and I. You know my lifestyle. I would not say I'm frugal in any means. No. But, you know, going to Disney and buying what are they now? Three dollar bottles of water. 
Oh, more than that. Four dollar bottles of water at a clip versus bringing, you know, and especially nowadays with the the air sealed water containers that keep water cold for 48 hours, you know, walking around the park filling your own water bottles, a uh, uh, much uh, it, it's a little. If you think about it, if you go to Disney, water bottles are five dollars, I believe, correct? Luckily, yet for the sake of argument, let's just say five dollars. You know, you go to Family of Four, you're drinking a couple a day. You know, by the end of the week, you've dropped two hundred and fifty bucks on water. So I think it's a good thing. As as do I, because I will bring I will bring my hydro fat my hydro flask and fill it. Couldn't think what you called it. So uh, let's see a couple quick notes. Emperor, Emperor whew, Lord Vader will be replacing Kylo Ren at the end of August in Hollywood Studios in the launch bay. So obviously they have intentions of keeping the launch bay open after uh, Galaxy's Edge opens. So uh, what do you? I'm, I'm glad that they're bringing back Vader. I thought because you know what I, I you know kind of drove me nuts. I have the Disney Visa card. I don't know if you do. I do. Then you, you go for the special photo option. I, and the, the special photo option is the same photo option that you get out in the lobby. Now, see, the, uh, two trips ago when I went, uh, Kylo, you know, it was Kylo and Chewie or Kylo and Ray, depending upon where you were. But uh, Kylo and Chewie. And then the Disney photo experience was Vader. Oh, OK. So. So I don't know if it changes occasionally. Yeah. But I'm looking forward to seeing Emperor. Or Emperor I keep saying Emperor. Lord Vader return to uh, launch bay. The, the thing that's going to irk me if they keep the launch bay open, though, is you've got this disjointed, you know, Galaxy's Edge, launch bay, Star Tours. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's a triangle. It's, it's Maybe that's it. It's like the Bermuda Triangle. It, it's the Star Wars Triangle. It's the Lucas Triangle, we'll call it. The, Lucas. Uh, Lu, oh, Lucas. Yes, Lucas Triangle. Okay. So. And uh, the final note of the night is, uh, as we record, we want to wish a happy 64th birthday to the opening of Disneyland. Uh, happy birthday. You don't look a day over 52. But, uh, no. but I think there's there's more news, isn't there? Well, well that's all I have on my list there, Tom. Uh, don't, we, don't we have to talk about Rise of the Resistance, even oh, though it's... Yeah. Uh, so Rise of the Resistance uh, in Galaxy's Edge is going to open first in Disneyland on December 5th. I'm sorry, Disney World. No problem. December 5th followed by Disneyland on January 17th. So kind of a reverse order. Uh, Galaxy's Edge opened first in California, and, uh, you know, they're flip-flopping it for whatever reason in uh, in Florida. And, and David had a little insight uh, into why that might be the case. Yeah, uh, according to people down there that we know, top people, uh, they're having a lot of problems with the ride system. And basically when they built it in California, it wasn't working right, so they were able to fix that before they built it in Florida. So that's why the Florida one is opening prior to the California version. Good, good. And uh, in the first two iterations of this show, uh, which were never released for technical reasons. No, it's going to uh, be like a box set, the lost yeah. episode. Right. Um, this is this is going to be like the, uh, the special cut of Justice League. Yes. Uh, that, that's never going to get released. I was going to say, and, and the same amount of people are going to see it. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but David and I talked about Galaxies for a little bit and 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 how how cool it is. And, you know, it's this new area of Star Wars and Disney is great with their theming, but not a lot of people know the backstory of Galaxy's Edge, Black Spire um, and how it fits into the Star Wars mythos. 
Uh, now, uh, for those of you who are comic book readers, um, and I know David is collecting this set, there's a five-issue miniseries, which we've talked about before. It's turned uh, called five now, but okay. It's called uh, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, um, and it has been – they're up to issue three. Yes. And uh, it, it's pretty much the backstory. It starts out with Han and Chewie. Um, even though Han and Chewie are not involved in the land, uh, you know, in, in either of the parks, um, Han and Chewie do have a part in it. And it and it, it gives you a lot of backstory into the buildings, the areas. Uh, Dave likes to talk about the baby Sarlacc. Yeah, the baby Sarlacc. We like the baby Sarlacc. Right. It is. It's, you know. And Tony and I, again, it's it's it's, t- it's tough to repeat the same conversation three times, but um, the the choice of using comic book as the media to disseminate this information, I, I don't think was a good idea. You know, I went – we were in Disney when they – the day they released the first comic, and we couldn't even find it in Disney in, – in Hollywood Studios. You know, and it's supposed to be the backstory for the land, and, and you're introduced to uh, – uh, the characters that you see throughout the rides, you're introduced to them. And, you know, some are from the Clone Wars, some are made up, but it's just the backstory to the land is out there, but you got to read a comic book. And, and I'm, I, I'm not knocking a genre that I enjoy. Nobody reads comic books anymore. No. So the, the backstory of why there's a Sarlacc or who, you know, how the Millennium Falcon ended up there or, you know, the, the, the things like that is kind of untold and it makes the land more, I don't want to say of a mystery from a good point of a mystery from a bad point. People don't know what they're getting into, what the land is because they don't know the backstory. If it was, you know, the most Eisley spaceport, everyone, everybody knows that. So everyone knows to get there and, you know, we don't serve droids here. And, you know, these are not the droids you're looking for the whole backstory. Move along. Nothing to see here. Uh, Where you go to, galaxy's edge and you're at black spire outpost and you're like okay they dropped the line in solo and that's where we're at right so you know i I do agree that that part of the reason that people are kind of the the hype isn't there is that people don't get the land you know and and comparing around and looking at the you know pandora you're on pandora it looks like pandora it's from the movie jumping over to the theme park that shall not be named uh you know, Hogwarts looks like Hogwarts. You know, Hogsmeade right. looks like Hogsmeade. Diagon uh, Alley looks like Diagon Alley. Diagon Alley, yeah. So now, while okay. while Galaxy's Edge looks like, you know, the Star Wars universe, we don't know how it fits in. Correct. And and you know, for some hardcore fans, there's no there's no tie-in to that. Um, you know, had you done it from you know the Cloud City of Bespin. Yeah. Uh, you know, the only place we couldn't have done was Alderaan. We we could have done Alderaan. It would just be a rubble pile in the parking lot. Thank you. Yeah. That's the third time, and that's still funny. Third time, it's still good. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, uh, this Galaxy's Edge, this five-issue miniseries, you know, eventually it will be um, – all the, all the issues will be combined into one uh, trade paperback. Yes. Uh, after all five have been released, so that will be available, which I'm sure will be available in a gift shop. Uh, but at that point, you know, you're going to be there. So I, I think part of the fun is learning about it beforehand. Correct. Uh, and not picking and up a comic book enjoying. after the fact. Um, so if you do have a local comic book store in your area, uh, you know, pop on down, pick up issues one through three. They're out there right now. I, there are seven issues out there right now, counting variant covers. 
Well, yeah, but we don't count variant. Covers. Actually, I'm sorry. There's eight counting variant covers. I have not one. I don't have yet. But the the issues are actually numbered one through three at this point. Right. Um, if you uh, don't have a comic book shop or you you don't like comic books, you can get them electronically through either the Marvel app or um, oh, there's the the comic app that goes through Amazon. I have it. I did not know that. Why isn't this listed amongst our assets? Hold on one second, David. Comicsology is now oh. owned by uh, by by Amazon, um, and the comics Comicsology app will have it. Um, and personally, I'm not one to read comic books in electronic format, but Marvel gives you uh, 98% of the comics when you buy them. They have an electronic code, so reading them on a 12-inch iPad is uh, is pretty nice. Yeah. So uh, I, you know, as it stands right now, I have the opportunity to attend one of the early premieres of Galaxy's Edge, which I'm going to obviously take up the offer. So we will be doing live from Galaxy's Edge. Um, and uh, when is that? When is that scheduled? Do you have a date? Uh, I have the weekend before it opens. Mm-hmm. So, All right. Well, hopefully we'll get out one or two more shows before then. Yes. We'll take it. <laughs> so and we apologize. As we said the first time we tried this, the audio was off a little bit. Uh, we figured that out. We tried it again the other night, and in the middle of it all, I had to go to a fire. So, uh, it, so it abruptly luck- ended. <laughs> yeah, luckily there have been no fires tonight, and no. uh, we've been able to get through the call without uh, without it's issue. So we'll we'll see how this uh, this goes for us uh, recording yes. remotely. Hopefully, it allows us to get more more content out to you. Yeah. So uh, that that's that's it then, I guess, for our new show, right, Tom? Yeah, so uh, until next time, I'm Tony. I'm David. And And we're two dudes talking Disney. Excellent. Well done. Thank you.